0: hi uh I'm Liliana Akim and I consent to uh, interview for Zach alongam okay
1: so where were you born
0: in Bucharest Romania
1: and um how old were you when you moved to America
0: 28
1: you were 28 um may I ask why you moved to America
0: uh there was a family thing my husband I moved with my husband here
1: okay um
0: his whole family lived here at the time
1: okay um how was life in Romania great better than here (laughs) (laughs) um what did you do as a kid
0: um just like any other kid that was pretty athletic I practiced fencing and track and field then I had a group of good group of friends. I love dogs and cats. I had fun.
1: Um, were you on any school teams for fencing or track and field?
0: Um, no, in our system, it was the, didn't work that way. The schools don't have uh, teams. It was just something that I did in private.
1: Mm, so it was a like a private league. Yes. Um, what kind of things, um, did school teach you besides just like the basic curriculum, were there any, is there
0: nothing, um, extracurricular, you know, just like, yeah, we had foreign languages. We had our literature, math, science classes, Okay. nothing special really. Our system is pretty, um straightforward that is not like your choices and taking your classes or not too much variety
1: okay and then um how long have i mean did you move around in romania i'm sorry where where did you live exactly in romania
0: i live in bucharest which bucharest. is the capital city of romania and no we did not move around i did my um the way it works from first to eighth grade it's uh, one school, which we call it the general school. And then it's, uh, you know, high school for four years, just like here. And then college university, university.
1: Okay. Did I you did. go to college or university?
0: I did for one year. Then I moved here to America.
1: Okay. What, um, what did you learn in college?
0: I did, um, economy. I started to become an accountant.
1: Mm. Um, What do you miss most about Romania?
0: Everything, my family, my friends, everything.
1: (laughs) Do you, um, do you visit your family?
0: Yeah, every other year we're trying to go visit, yeah.
1: Um, Who visits or who do you visit?
0: My, my family pretty much. I have, uh, my sister lives there and she has her own family now. My brother lives there with his own family. My parents both passed away, unfortunately, but my mom used to be there and yeah, I used to visit and stay with them and have fun all the time.
1: Um, So do you remember any cool um, like fables or stories about your town?
0: Mm, I'm not sure I follow that.
1: Were your, um, did you know any nursery rhymes or did your parents tell you, tell you stories when you were?
0: Well, we have actually in our culture, we have, we use a lot of, uh, like proverbs and rhymes and stuff like that. But it's like, to be honest, nothing comes to my mind now, but it's every time when I talk to Adnan, my son, he's I give him examples like that. And I just bring up my rhymes and my, uh you know proverbs we call it that connect to the things that we talk about at the time but uh, to be honest nothing comes to my mind right now mm-hmm. it comes as you know as you go through things and you're like oh see this it's a parable but this mm-hmm. this and this it matches exactly so they just kind of come back they to event. your mind
1: and they just
0: yes it happens all the time yeah
1: um were any of these proverbs or stories that you told, um, based on like religion or were they just, um,
0: it's it's both just like religion. Yeah. And then regular life things. It's yeah. Not necessarily religious. No, but it could be,
1: it's just about life and it's not just not about really religion.
0: Just, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Let me see. Um, who would you say is the most important person in your life while you lived in Romania?
0: Um, well, I love my mom, of course. She's my most favorite person. And then my sister.
1: Mm. And then now in America, I, I would hope you would say your son.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's my son. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. He's my number one.
1: (laughs) Um, even so what... though he's driving me crazy
0: <laughs> he drives me crazy a lot but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: um so what would you say is the earliest memory you have of just anything
0: the earliest memory i have is about loving some white shoes that i received, I'm coming, I mean, in our culture was not necessarily like, uh, uh, very rich or nor poor, but it was just like a regular family. So I remember this white shoes, like boots almost when I was very little, I was like maybe four or five years old. And I still remember these shoes that I love them so much. I got them before Easter from my parents and we were not supposed to wear them before Easter because we were supposed to wear them first day when we go to church on Easter. And I used to take them out of the closet and look at them and hug them (laughs) and all that. So that's my, pretty much my earliest memory and most pleasant maybe.
1: And how old were you when you got these shoes?
0: Well, like I said, I was probably four or five years old. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Um so I know you mentioned this already but um how many siblings do you have?
0: Two. I have uh, my sister she's 6 years older than I am and my brother he's a year and a half older than I am.
1: Okay. Um what were they like growing up?
0: Um well my sister because she's 6 years older than I am like I said she was always very elegant and very um outgoing. So I always uh, looked up to her because I was very introverted personally, but I always kind of like, she was my idol somehow. And my brother, just like between brother and sister, we kind of hated each other, hated each other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we used to fight a lot, but you know, we're, we're, we're good. I mean, it was not like we hated each other, but we just, brother and sister fights
1: Mm -hmm. and um do they still they still live in romania yes um (laughs) did they um support your decision to move to america no (laughs) um
0: they always told me to go back
1: Mm. and what about did your parents
0: my mom as well my my dad passed away when i was 20 so my mom as well you know she would have liked for me to go back, but I guess, you know, my life, you know, took a different turn. So I just ended up living here in Sacramento, California. So this is my life now.
1: Mm. Um, so I asked you about your siblings and then, um, who were your parents and what were they like?
0: well my parents they were just regular people both of them you know we lived in romania that was a communist country everybody had a job they worked in a factory both of them like i said they were just regular people we just had our own house and it was a an apartment actually we lived in apartment building just super regular people
1: um did you have any friends or any best friends that you're still in contact with?
0: I had uh, growing up, I had a couple of so-called best friends that we end up uh, uh, not being friends anymore. But then uh, later on, I did uh, become friends with the uh, two other girls that were still friends until now, when we still communicate, you know, on WhatsApp and messenger and Facebook.
1: And then, and she still lives in Romania.
0: They do. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, do you see them when you visit?
0: Yes. Okay. That's good.
1: Um, this is kind of a funny question. Did you have a nickname when you were little?
0: Um, actually used, I do you have one now. Did well my family even though my name is Liliana, uh my family called me Leah. Mm. And uh it's funny because I wouldn't even if if many of them would ever call me Liliana, I wouldn't even uh recognize the name. Mm. Just like if any other like a friend or a stranger would call me Leah, I wouldn't recognize it either. Mm. But, uh, my dad used to call me all kinds of nicknames when I was little, which of course is in my language. So you wouldn't understand, but it was just because I think I was my dad's favorite growing up. I was <laughs> just a little one. So the youngest one, but yeah.
1: Um, so what do you do for a living?
0: I'm a nurse.
1: Okay. Um, what made you want to be a nurse?
0: Well, it's uh, when I moved here to America, that's for some reason, um, it just, that's what I just wanted to do. I didn't even know how to fulfill my dream and how to start even working uh, to become a nurse because I did study here to become a nurse. Uh, like I said before, my initial, uh, ideal in life was to become an accountant. So I started this like economic studies, like business, business management. Mm. So this is the nursing thing was a totally new thing, but I did love, uh, anatomy and biology all my life. And I was actually an Olympian as a, a kid in school mm. on, in biology.
1: Okay. Um, so where, where do you work now? What, what do you, who are you a nurse for?
0: I'm a registered nurse at Saturday Davis hospital in the med search telemetry unit. Oh, wow.
1: Um, so where did you, um, get your education to become a nurse?
0: Um, I became a nurse. I studied here, uh, became a nurse. I got my degree with the, um, city college and then my bachelor at Sac State.
1: Okay. Um, so how is the work environment as a nurse.
0: It's great. I love what I'm doing. I hope I'm going to keep doing this for many, many years until I decide to retire, which is not going to be soon, I -hmm. hope, again. I mean, we have people that work there for like, this lady, she works there for like 50 years now, so why not? (laughs) (laughs) I would like to be able to work and do what I love for a long time
1: and um i'm sorry i forgot what you said you said you worked in the what what specific department as a nurse
0: it's called medical surgical telemetry and i'm also a step down icu okay which is an intensive care unit
1: okay so what kind of things do you do on a daily basis
0: well as a nurse you pretty much uh, Uh, receive patients and you care for their problems, health problems, and also emotional and social problems many times as well. And uh, you help them get better to send them back home to their families. Mm
1: -hmm. And then I'm going to ask a question that you might not, that you don't have to answer, but um, do you think that you have received any discrimination during your um, career mm-hmm. as a nurse?
0: Many times, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I mean, it's, it's, it's not that, uh, I accepted or we accepted, but just like any other person we got, I I got cussed out many times. I got like, uh, racial remarks many times from, from my patients yeah it happened many times
1: and you said you're not used to it or you, you don't accept it
0: well uh, uh we don't have to accept any kind of uh, you know denigration and but you know you, in a very polite and professional way you let the people know that you do not accept that kind of language and uh, and behavior and uh, you know you have to report it to your to the chain of command your leadership, your managers and so on. Uh, because yeah, nobody should accept to be denigrated and cast at and, um, talked in a bad way like that, Mm -hmm. of course.
1: Um, do you think that affects, um, maybe you wanting to continue being a nurse or? No,
0: that would never happen. You know, it's, it's important for me to know that, um, what I do it has nothing to do with the, with them calling me names or, or, or using racial slurs or something like that. Is I, like, if if I can use my knowledge and my professionalism to, um, to show them the respect that is needed, then that's what I need to do. I will never stop being a nurse because of some people that don't even know how to live their life mm-hmm. pretty much.
1: Yeah. Um, do you think most of the discrimination, I mean, you said that most of the, most of the discrimination is racial.
0: No, no. No, it's not most racial, but I I've had, you know, a a lot of times for me as a nurse, the problems uh, come when uh, people they're just uh, upset, they're like uh, drug seeking, for example, and then they start uh, using discriminatory uh, words and stuff just uh, because they want their pills or whatever when they're not supposed to get it. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's uh, various situations when things happen, but we, we are never, we should never accept any kind of, I mean, I was called all kind of things. Like I said, Custat, I was called a primate. I was called all kinds of things. So, mm. But again, it's, um, I, I guess I have enough brain in my head to, to, to speak up for myself and for my safety and for my, my own, yeah, for myself, I Mm -hmm. guess.
1: And then, um, do you think you were ever discriminated against outside of the workplace?
0: Yes, I was multiple times as well. Yes.
1: What, what kind of occasions?
0: Well, just because, you know, I'm an immigrant and my accent and, um, I know I'm, I'm white, I'm Caucasian, but yes, I was discriminated because I'm white as well. And, uh, called names and stuff like that. I went to a salon one time when this lady, told me that immigrants came to America and destroyed the water. And that's why American people have bad hair now because they wash themselves with the water that is ruined by the immigrants Mm -hmm. like myself. So (laughs) I don't know how anybody would wash themselves with, (laughs) with the water used by an immigrant, but I don't know. Yeah. Stuff like that.
1: And may I ask what, um, you were just at a, a salon. getting yes, your hair Yes. I was
0: cutting my hair. I was, yeah, the lady. And it was the lady that was doing my hair actually. Wow. Yes.
1: <laughs> and did you let her still do your hair? It, it,
0: it's yeah. I let her finish. It was just, uh, at that time I was here in America for like about a month or so. Oh. And I was not even, I was still like, it was like a big time cultural shock for me. And I didn't even know what to say and how to say it, I was shocked. So yeah, I just left her, finish my hair and then I went on to my business. But you can ask me if I ever went back to that salon and that was like 19 years ago, well, the answer is no. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> if, if you had gotten your hair done and she said that you would, you would tell her to stop as opposed to 19 years ago
0: uh now yes i would uh, yes i would approach the situation totally different yes now i would know what to say uh-huh. still in a very professional and decent way
1: right um that's well that's really interesting and that um she was just doing your hair yes um
0: <laughs> the funniest thing is that by her accent. And I'm not trying to be racist. I think she, her accent was actually worse than mine. <laughs> and obviously she was an immigrant herself, but I don't know, maybe she was here before I came. So really that made me an immigrant and not her.
1: So she, she, would... uh, but
0: I'm proud to be an immigrant. And by the way, I'm an American citizen, Right, but that's, <laughs> you know,
1: so she, she herself had an accent. Yes. Do you know what kind of accent it was?
0: Well, she was still European something. Mm. I don't know. I didn't ask her, but mm. she sounded European.
1: Mm. Um, so you mentioned that you have um, a son. How, how do you think being a parent has changed you?
0: Oh, being a parent, that's my, my life purpose, being a parent. Yeah. I think I'm saying everything with that.
1: Hmm. Um, did you expect to, was that part of your plan to, um, of moving to America to have,
0: have a child? Actually. Yes. Yeah. That was my, because to be honest, I never cared to come to America. You know, I was married and I just didn't care where I live pretty much. I didn't really want to leave my family back home in Romania the rest of my family, I mean, but I moved with my husband here. But then as I moved, that was my main goal actually, yes, to have a kid.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So are there any lessons, any life lessons that you have learned since you moved to America?
0: Yes, I guess. So be very perseverant in life open your eyes. Um, Use every good moment that comes to you. Um, Just uh, I'm not sure how to say this, just uh, don't give up and take things. um, Make make a main goal, but then make short goals as well. And then go like, make your goals uh, very doable. Don't make your goal like, oh, I want to uh, meet president such and such uh, in 2021, November, you know, it mm-hmm. just make uh, goals that are doable, but uh, you still can aim grants. So keep up with what you wish. Uh, that can happen for you. So it will happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that, is that the kind of stuff you, that you told yourself while you were um, pursuing a career as a nurse and moving to America?
0: Uh, yes. Especially when I started to study, to become a nurse, you know, I did my general education and it was very difficult. I had at that point, I was already single taking care of my son by myself. So I had to work taking care of him and go to school at the same time, full time. And I pushed myself hard. and I was still, you know, I was an honor student. Actually, I got scholarships. I actually did my nursing degree with the scholarship. So if you, if you know what you want, it's going to happen. You just have to keep up with your dream and you have to work on it.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. Um, If you could say something to um, your child self, what would you say?
0: Mm, That's a big one. Um, I guess um, um, what's the the type of life that I live now, uh, career-wise, Family-wise, I'm, I'm very proud of my son, so I'm very happy that this happened to me, to us, uh, that I have my son. I'm super happy and uh, content with my professional life. I really love what I'm doing, and I'm really happy that I pushed myself into becoming a, a nurse. Um, I would say that I have achieved almost everything that I wanted to. And um, no, I guess I wouldn't change things. You know, God makes plans for us and uh, you just have to kind of make it right. And God would continue to like you and would make it happen for you. So I'm happy that my life is like this.
1: That's good. Um, Was there anything else that you wanted to
0: add? Um, I guess I'm good, you know, just, um, uh, I wish uh, a lot of people would have the, um, how do you say you can help me here, The tendency to, to believe in themselves like I did and just, uh, I wish, especially to you guys, your students, your young, never give up, you know. Keep up on your dreams and push yourself. Sometimes you probably, you have to push yourself a little bit too hard, but when you're going to see the results, you're really going to be happy with that. Mm -hmm. So that's it. Okay.
1: Thank you for having this conversation with me.
0: Thank you, Zach.